You are listening to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of Tutter Nation, a pro football podcast. Man, I gotta say, uh, last week was nice. Like, I got pretty rejuvenated from from this whole podcast thing. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was a great start. Uh, super happy that uh, we have our tricycle or our side buggy completed yep. now, finally. Yep. <laughs> Who's in the side buggy? Ethan, do you want to... Am, am, am I in the little cart? Introduce well, yourself. Like, uh, someone didn't listen to the episode last mm. time. We, uh, it was 50 minutes. Okay, <laughs> give me some credit. Yeah, that was at the very end. That was at the very end. That's fair. That's fair. But we got Ethan with us today. What's up, guys? My name's Ethan. I'm not really sure. You want my stats? I'm six foot mm. two twenty-five. Perfect. <laughs> On a good day. Yeah, yep. that sounds nice. Usually heavier, probably from eating Taco Bell. I'm gonna be honest. Taco Bell's good though. It is good. It is good. Have you what's, guys had the grill? Oh man. I mean, I, I mean, I would eat anything, but my like go-to order would be two cheesy gordita crunches. Mm. And a beefy five layer burrito, Ooh. hands down. Yeah, that that beefy five layer is nice because it's pretty flavorful, yeah. and it's like what, like one something, or it used to be. It used to be. Now it no, and now it's like three dollars almost. Okay, they that's, caught on. That's yeah. what Taco Bell does. They caught on. Yeah, yeah, they trick you. They put it out at like a dollar, and once you fall in love, once you're uh, just get that BH pucker in, then they raise up. <laughs> They just raise up the uh, the price on you. Yeah, did you guys hear they're uh, taking a lot of stuff off the menu? I think they did. Already? It's already yeah. done? Because Mexican pizza was one of my favorites, and they're taking that off. <laughs> Ooh. And, uh, That's nice. I mean, ta- Taco Bell. I mean, yeah, Beefy Five Layers is probably my favorite, and Mexican pizza. One time, I went through Taco Bell, um, and I came out of the drive-thru with a, a new cat that I found on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the side of the... That's how I got my cat. I, was, it was, <laughs> I just found it. I f- it was it was a it was a kitten at the time pretty much and it was just meowing, and I, I was in college and I just took it back to my dorm, wow and kept it, in the dorm in the dorm for a couple of days and I just I kind of pawned it off to my parents and they kept it nice. for a couple of years. Wow, nice. that is, that is the story. Yeah, yeah. The cat, the top. What what would you name the cat? Periwinkle. Hmm. Periwinkle, the cat from uh from Blue's Clues. Okay. For, I would have went with like Mexican pizza. Or yeah, something. or like yeah. cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> yeah. Nachos Belgrande, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's good. All right. Well, yeah. So like we were saying, like, man, we just got so rejuvenated from the podcast last week and everyone's uh, reviews they were giving it and everything. And, and it was just a really good time. It was a fun time. And so this week we kind of, you know, we're going to try to step it up a little. We mm-hmm. got a couple of segments that hopefully are uh, recurring segments. Um, and so you just want to jump into our into our first segment. Let's Let's dive right in. All right, so our first segment, uh, new segment, is called Give Me a Take, and this is where we just kind of uh, give hot takes of, of what we think is going to happen in the league. So here we go. Give me a take, hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tutter Nation. <laughs> so the first take that we got, man, I, I first off, out of all the undefeated teams, what team is just cat butt like left? Mm. Like, oh, that I I know I have an answer off the top of my head. I don't even think I need to double check. 
Uh, I mean, I'm going to just, you know, double down the Chicago bears. Yep. The bears, the bears to me should be and three. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing about them that says three. No. Yeah. Except maybe their new quarterback. Cause he slings, yeah. but, uh, in multiple ways. Um, and to me, I, so here's my take. The bears will be three and three. The okay. bears will be three and three. They're three and zero right now. They're going to lose the next three games in a row. And then they'll be, there's going to be some normalcy back in, back in the, uh, the world of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not my hot take, but I, I can agree with you on that. I think, uh, after they lose three games in a row, then you're going to see uh, Mr. Trubisky come on back and be the starter because Matt mm. Nagy doesn't know how to coach. You think? Guaranteed. Trubisky. Guaranteed. All right, so next week, the Bears play the Colts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Week four. Week five, the Bears play the Bucks. Yep, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on board with it so far, and this next one, I'm, I'm iffy on. Week six, the Bears play the Panthers. Yeah. So the Panthers did get a dub this week. Hey, Mike Davis. Mike what Davis. Up? You know, Christian McCaffrey is great running back, and he's going to be out probably still in week six. However, I'm under the impression that great running backs are made by the offensive line. So if you have one great running back, if you at least, you know, someone who's in the NFL should be able to fill in. And if that line's the same, they should be able to at least produce. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean, we've seen same. we've seen that with, with Latavius Murray and, yep. and Madison on the Vikings that they've had, they've had success with with running backs that have, have been top tier. I mean, the Cowboys them. for years had any running back you want to throw in there, where it just looked like world beaters, and they go to another team with a huge contract uh, like De- Demarco Murray, and he just can't run the football anymore in Philadelphia. So, I mean, the Rams look at C.J. Anderson. He <laughs> came in. Ball. And he was rushing for 100 yards every game. Yep. And then he got a contract. And then he got released like that same, I think, before the season even started. No, yeah, for sure. Like, no, it was, and, and I mean, so that's what you need. You need a, a guy who, I mean, CJ Anderson was literally sitting on his couch like week 10. Got the call because Gurley, you know, what happened to, with that guy. But he did score a touchdown this weekend. Huh? So that was kind of nice. But the uh, peanut brittle Gurley. We'll talk about the the Falcons a little later, but yeah, man, I'll, that's that's my take. Uh, Bears are gonna go three and three, and the one game that might be iffy is the Panthers one, but dude, I'm sticking to it, and the Panthers mm. are gonna win. Okay, there it is. That's, that's that is a fair take. Mm, um, that is a that is a, that is a good take. I have a take that is gonna be. Um, I'm sure I'm sure not many people will agree with, but hear me out. Um, Derek Carr by the end of the year. Will lead the AFC West in touchdown passes. Interesting. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah. That's just real for, hot. for for our viewers. That's in a in a division with Justin Herbert, who looks like he's going to be the starter for a little while. Um, we got a carousel. I think possibly in Denver. I don't know if Bort- is Bortles starting. I'm still, like, I'm, I'm going to say Bortles will be starting in Denver by like week five. Mm-hmm. And then there's a. Pima Holmes in that as well, Patty. which is which is the yeah the, that's that's the one that's that's interesting to me yeah. is because I think Patty is probably the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm, that's yeah. a hot take right there. Well, I mean, I mean for for this year, maybe for, coming from you for this year, yeah. <laughs> maybe coming, yeah. From, I mean, maybe who, coming from you who has a uh, man crush on uh, 
Mr. Unlimited. I'm pretty high on Russell Wilson. I'm not as high as Colin Coward. I love you, Colin. But uh, I'm not as I'm not as high. But I am very high on Russ, on Danger Russ. I think that he's been underrated for years. Mr. I do think, Unlimited. I do, I, do, I do think he's he is the best quarterback in the league. I would only put um, I, I, the only person I even put up close to, close with him right Jared now Goff. is <laughs> Jared Goff. I'm sorry, it's Baker. Is, uh, is a rod right now, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I think that he's playing at a high level. Uh, Pat Mahomes. I mean, especially that Chargers game. I don't see him being who he was at least in the last couple of years. I mean, he's still he's still at Mahomes. But I, I just, think the problem with that game was that Andy Reid couldn't see through his visor again. <laughs> like kept, it fogs up. Kept fogging up. Fogs up. He can't he can't see his play card. So I think he was kind of calling stuff based off memory. And half the calls were going in like, <laughs> all right, triple cheeseburger. Uh, he just can't even see where they are on the field. That he's just yeah. He he didn't know what was going on. So I I put that less on Mahomes and probably more on the coaching of that game. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a take, bro. Yeah, yeah. I respect it. Yeah. I mean he's he's ahead of him right now with five TDs and um, or maybe I know he's one ahead of he's one ahead of Mahomes right now. So they're not uh they're not the the greatest team in the league so i think that they're gonna not be able to rely on Las josh Vegas. jacobs yeah yeah they're I, definitely they're not, not the greatest team. they're not gonna yeah. be able to rely on josh jacobs as much as they want to i think they're gonna have to sling it a little bit more and i see kansas city already putting a lot of uh, a lot a lot of work on edwards alaire i guess my question to that take would be who's the receiver that's going to be catching all these tutters besides waller okay well they got waller hunter renfro's doing okay if he if he can if he can stay renfro. if he can is that how you pronounce it yeah <laughs> I'm just laughing at him as a human. I think I think that it's going to be the red zone kind of stuff. So I think Waller will be getting a lot of it. Okay. Um, I wish. I mean, is Rugs healthy right now? He is. Okay. Yeah. He's so fast. He, he He's might. Quick. He might get. He might get some stuff. Yeah. He might get some. Patty's been known action. to put up 50, 50 burgers though. Right. Right. And I mean, they have similar schedules because you know they're in the same division, so they're going to be playing similar opponents. Um, but it just depends. It all depends on how these games turn out. I like it, dude. I'm down. I'm down for that. Yeah, that's good. My hot take: Houston Texan, Texans, top five team. Start so, off, start zero okay. and three. Start I off. like this one. They're that the they're trash. the best. They're, they're the best at one. Okay, teams. let's look, let's look at the three teams that they've played that they lost to. Mm-hmm. Okay, Steelers by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ravens, pretty sure that was a close game. I don't remember the other. What was the, other, the third team? Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, all three and O teams, all three and O, all high scoring, like high, high powered offensive teams, right? Steelers are back where they should be because they don't have freaking clubbed in the head. What's his name? Hod, uh, top, top five seed or top five team in the NFL? Top top five team in the NFL. That's insane. So if you could give me a projected final record for them. Uh, ooh, well, they're 0 three right now. Um, I think they're going to win their division. Okay. And they actually have a history of starting. I think last year they started zero and three, and they actually won their division. Um, let me let me look at their schedule real quick. I I mean I would say honestly I would say uh, I'm going to go eleven and five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They lose two more games the rest of the year. Only two. Okay. That is insane. That might be crazier than what you the just hottest said. take I mean, it in could the world. Because it, it, that, that requires the other teams, you know, like collapsing, which. That's what the AFC South. That's that's not. They still have to play the Packers, which I don't see them winning that game. Did the Texans get the toughest schedule in the league? 
this year? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, they do have a pretty tough schedule. I, I mean, thus far, anyhow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, their division is not tough. Right? Like, right. their division they're, is... Their, best, their top contender is the Colts right now, probably. Yeah, I mean, if you, you look at their schedule, uh, and I think they could easily, at, at minimum, take one of the two games they play against the Colts. Wait, they have, they have a Titans yeah, too, don't they? they can take one of those. The Titans... I think the Titans are overrated. The t- okay, the Titans have so worn. So you're saying they're taking both against the Titans? I I, th- I say they take both against. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to keep up this production that he's had so they're, far. He takes steps forward every year. I agree, but I don't think he's going to hold up for the whole season. What about Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry, I, I mean, is uh, what? Two, yes, he finally got in the end zone. What about my game. boy Jonu Smith? I didn't say anything about Derrick Henry. I know he's good. I'm just saying the Texans play the Patriots. The Texans play or well, the Lions. You think okay. they're going to beat the Lions, the really? Lions. Um, that, let's ask Matthew, Matthew Stafford how many playoff wins he has. Okay, so you're going to take one from the Colts. So that's one loss for the Colts. Packers, I'm assuming you're going to give an L to. Those are the only two games I think they're going to lose. So you think they're going to go 12 and 4? No, no, they're already 0 and 3. Okay, 11 and 5. Yeah. Those are the last two games that's they it. lose. That's it. They're going to lo- lose the game against the Packers which is in like two weeks, I think, two or three weeks. They're going to oh, lose man. that game. They're going to be like one and one and four or, you know, two and four. And then they're going to go on a tear, and they'll lose that second game against the Colts. It's not unheard of. Looking at the rest of the schedule. Because they'll really, get hot. They'll get that momentum going with those wins against like, these trash teams. people outside of their division like that they play are pretty trash. Exactly. Like it's like Bengals, I mean, think, Lions. Think about that confidence they'll be building, right? That consistency yeah. on on offense. Bears and their offense doesn't look bad. It's looked good. It's just wait. Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Oh my, that's who they're playing. Exactly. Yikes. Nick Foles is going to lose the job for the fourth time. Mm. He's to lost. Mitch. I mean, he's lost it four times. Do you think for four different teams, he's lost a starting job. So I would not put it past he Mitch, also Mitch Trubisky. Is way better quarterback than Carson Wentz. But what Trubisky. about okay? The no. Minshew Magic Trubisky. stole it Foles from is? Nick Foles. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Minshew Magic stole it from Nick Foles. Would you say that no, Minshew Magic? Mean, Minshew Magic didn't steal it from him. Foles got injured, and Minshew. And then came he never, in. but he never got it back. Right, because so he technically still lost it. He brought him in for like a, a minute, and he threw interesting, like really bad, interesting, <laughs> really poorly. I would consider but, that an L. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. I don't think. <laughs> and so. then they got rid of him after signing him to a hundred million dollar deal. Well, he just gets paid, bro. I mean, I I let would love to have his paid. job because yeah, let the man get paid. Come in, play the Super Bowl, and win. All right, yo. So, in the Bears game, uh, the Bears were down again, mm-hmm. and uh, Mitch Trubisky gets benched. Mm-hmm. Foles gets comes in and just does what Foles does: throws catchable balls <laughs> to his receivers, and they catch the ball. And it looks like you're like you see him throw, and you're like he's not good because like he kind of gets in the pocket. He looks like he somewhat doesn't know what he's doing because he's so calm. It looks like he's like just reading the field too long and he almost gets sacked like every play. And he throws these like touch passes to these wide open receivers and the bears come back and they win. Right. So do you think that the bears are going to try to do like a Taysom Hill type player with Mitch? I don't think Mitch is nearly as athletic as Taysom Hill. <laughs> Mitch does have the most rushing yards on the Bears. Well, the Bears team in general is pretty bad. 
and like Tariq, it, Tariq it, Cohen. Mitch Trubisky, well. Tariq Cohen just towards ACL. I saw that, yeah. So there's a spot for Mitch That's at true. running back. Uh, maybe, maybe. And he would instantly become the best running back to pass the ball in the league. And <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not going to tell become you you're the wrong. I don't. passing running back in the league. Like right now, he's like the 30th quarterback in mm. passing rating. He would be the highest running back passer. I mean, isn't Taysom Hill him? have a pretty high rating for all his passes? Taysom Hill lost the game for the Saints <laughs> last night. That was the, the fumble was. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, so with that, right? Like, how are you going? Like, as as uh, the Saints, it's cute, right? Like they use Taysom Hill like a million times a game, and it's cool. It's fun when it works. But when it doesn't work, like when he costs you the entire game. What do you do with that? Like, do you just chalk it up? Oh, we shouldn't have used Taysom Hill for the 15th time that game. Like, at what point, when Taysom Hill's out there, you know it's going, you know the ball's going to him in some mm-hmm. which way, shape, or form. I forget he's out there sometimes because they, they, they line him up so weird. Yeah, receiver, yeah. running back, wildcat. I mean, it, it, st- it still makes the defense think for at least a half second longer. What You know, because he has that pass, run, receive. Fumble fumble yeah like you know that's a four you know that's he's got four different attributes that oh, he that's can true. take care of he's he's a beast man Taysom Hill's a he beast is, that dude's jacked okay, here's jacked. a here's a question is Taysom Hill is his career as a professional football player a success or is it a letdown do you think he came in wanting to be a franchise QB and this is a disappointment to him or do you think he's just happy getting the reps that he's getting I'm sure he's pretty happy because he's getting paid like 15 million uh, like per year and he's playing to not be like in the position to be losing games for people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the be- the better question, honestly, is who's gonna replace Breeze? Do mm-hmm. you think it's gonna be Taysom Hill, who like they love like more than anything? Like, I think uh, Peyton loves Hill more than he loves Breeze, which like is is should be just that's completely wrong, but it's, I think that's true. Yeah. Like. Sean Payton and Taysom Hill, like, I'm pretty sure go home together yeah. at night. Like, that's the kind of <laughs> love the, that the they carpooled have. all the games. Yep. The different kind of payment. Or? I think I saw Sean Payton with his jersey on uh, on game day once. Yeah. Wearing it. He oh. wore his jersey. <laughs> he wore his jersey. Doesn't that's like that's like that's like having a dad who only <laughs> likes one kid and takes that one kid everywhere else and just every, all the other kids yeah. don't matter. Because yeah. there, there's also my man Jameis Winston. On that bench, didn't and he get LASIK or something? Yeah, he got LASIK. We haven't even really seen him since oh, the LASIK. Man. So, I think it, it, my favorite quarterback in the NFL is Jameis Winston, hands down. Would I want him on my team? Probably not. <laughs> Would I like every game that I watch that isn't one of my teams? Do I want him being the quarterback? A hundred percent, because he will, he'll throw five hundred yards, mm-hmm. four touchdowns, and four pick sixes. Like that is. <laughs> the most exciting game yeah. that you can watch each and a half too like it'd be four touchdowns in one half probably the second half and the first half would be four pick sixes yeah no he, he's amazing he's amazing with that and but i think the lasik hopefully corrected his vision now he can see linebackers now he's not throwing those ducks right in the center where you're just like what are you looking at like um all right well uh yeah so that was give me a take um 
it was a good uh, first segment. I think, you know, we're just gonna run it, run yeah. it uh, once a week and yeah. and see, yeah, see what's good. Um, all right, sweet. So next we got to take or we got a uh, segment called spoiler alert. Now what this segment is is, um, there's a couple new movies that came out this weekend, and so we are just going to do you guys a favor and like drop the trailer for you guys. Should we do that? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. Okay. That's, that's these it. are like exclusive trailers. Yeah, so we got these exclusive yeah. trailers for these movies. This is such a treat for them. I know. And uh it, it be careful, they are spoiler alerts. So if you haven't seen these movies, um you should maybe mute mute us right now mm-hmm. because we're about to drop some knowledge for these movies, okay? So uh Noah, can you can you run the first one? There are two new professors at Hogwarts with something to prove. Professor Fitzmagic is the master of the dark arts of oils. Beard oils, that is. While Professor Minshew Magic is dabbling with new spells that will allow his face to look more like a male wizard and less like Patches O'Houlihan. This makes the students at Hogwarts say, I must ask you a question. Which spell will it take to stop the Dolphin Puffs from getting their first win of the season? Menchu Magic and the rest of the Jaguar Claws spent the next week screaming, Expecto Patronum! Hoping to reverse any spells the Dark Wizard Fist Magic was cooking up. After spending numerous seasons as the backup wizard, Fist Magic power was just too much, as he used Wingardian Leviosa on all the pigskins, helping him stay almost perfect at 18 and 20. This game ended up being hairier than Hagrid and Dumbledore in a shaving contest, and the bigger beard won the day. Wow, that sounds like an amazing movie. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. That movie, like I, I, I went to the to the premiere, and mm-hmm. and I, I do have to say, like I didn't know why that movie was even getting a premiere. <laughs> <laughs> like legit, like th- this is the thing with the NFL. Like why? Do you put these stupid games on Thursday nights? Yeah, just yeah. these stupid, stupid games. Yeah, it you makes it makes you wonder when when you have the lineup you do on the following Sunday. I know, like the Rams Bills would have been incredible. Yes, Seahawks Cowboys would have been incredible. Yes. Thursday night. Yes, but it's I it you have to I have to assume that the NFL that there's that there's fans of these teams and they're aware of it and they're like okay we have to give these teams a primetime game let's do it now at the beginning of the year where it doesn't matter because they've mm-hmm. done too many times where it's like the end of the year and you got two like one in seven teams going at it on thursday mm-hmm. night and it's hard to make a promo let for me that. just give you a uh a, a little little preview of this thursday what we're, what we're gonna get blessed with broncos at jets like what yeah seriously that to me like this doesn't make any jaguars dolphins a week before um Bengals Browns the week before that and Texans okay Texans Chiefs is the only one so far that even deserves to be primetime like I remember when the Rams used to not get a primetime game ever and I would watch them all the time at 10 o'clock like that was when the NFL had standards that was when the NFL had had some some hoopspa mm-hmm. behind their mm-hmm. They're thinking because right now they're like, oh, like everyone gets a trophy type thing. Everyone gets a primetime game. And we're watching the Broncos and the Jets just slap each other with pool noodles all day. I challenge the NFL to get me excited about that game. Yes. 
what are we going to do? Adam Gase versus Vic Fancino? It sounds real good to me. Yeah. A lot of really wide eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't understand. But that movie um, was trash. Um, but, you know, for all you Hogwarts fans out there. Mm-hmm. You got it's part of the saga. You have to complete you have to complete everything. So yeah, this is part, part of it. Yeah. Part of the saga. So I would um encourage you guys to go watch it and uh give us a review how you guys liked it. Um we got one more movie came out this weekend. Uh so you wanna start that one? Yeah, let's right. play it right now. In a world where Don McVeigh knew that there was a war brewing with the Bills Mafia. He tried to strike first, but it turns out they already knew they were coming east at 10 o'clock. Don McDermott repeatedly burned down any chances of the Rams reaching the end zone, even though the troops were moving down the field all day long. At halftime, Buffalo looked like they finally have taken over Top Dog in the AFC East. After longtime kingpin, Tommy Thompson Brady took his family down south to Florida. So now we can say, say hello to my little friend Josh Montana Allen. Not so fast, Don McVeigh said. He had other plans. He turned into the Godfather who was throwing Molotov cup tails into the Robert Woods, smoking out the Bills D, putting up tutters. The Bills Mafia ended up Stefan digging their way out of this one by having an inside man all along. Stupid zebras. Don McVeigh may have lost the battle, but a new fire is lit in the hearts of the McVeigh family. They are now out for blood. Wow. What a twist. What a twist. Yeah. That was wild. I didn't see that coming at all. So, honestly, this game, obvi- you know, I, I'm a Rams guy. So, coming into the game, I was scared, low-key. Like, so far, I've been saying, okay, this Rams team looks like 2018 Rams. Okay? Mm-hmm. I actually think that this Rams team is better mm. after this, watching this game, right? Mm. It was a tale of two cities, a tale of two halves, um... And the Rams came up a little bit short, but th- when th- when the game ends from a call from a ref, like this happened in week one with us, right? Like we kind of got bailed out on a call on an offensive PI from Michael Gallup in the Cowboys game. And that sucks for the, I'm sure the Cowboys fans were feeling the same way that I was feeling uh, on Sunday. Um, but you, you just can't let yourself be in that position. Like I, I said all the time, um, when the Rams got that blown call with the Saints and then we went to the Super Bowl. Right. My big thing was like, yeah, was that a trash call? 100%. Should we be in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Negative. But <laughs> Nicole Roby Coleman's my favorite player. Hey, man. And uh, that hit wasn't a penalty because it wasn't called. Yeah. So true. Um, the Saints let that game, like the Saints were winning that game by a couple scores and the Rams got their way back in and it ended up going to overtime. And then the Saints got the ball first and threw the ball through the pick. So like, that play, yeah, like it, if, if that play was called, they would have went to the Super Bowl, but that wasn't the play that lost them the game. They lost the game. And I feel like the same way with um, Bill's Rams this last week. Like the Rams just, we were moving the ball every time we had the ball. Like it wasn't like the offense wasn't working. The offense was working. Um, we missed a field goal early in the first half, and we just could not get the ball into the end zone. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy. Like we would march all the way down. And we just couldn't do it. Something would come up. We didn't even punt the ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was the craziest thing. Yeah, we didn't even punt the ball. And we were down 28-3. to three. The first punt of the game, we were down 28-3. And it's like, with without any like turnovers. 
right? Like yeah. we didn't have a turnover. Yeah. So it, it's like, how does that even happen if it doesn't make any sense? But the most encouraging part to me was at halftime, we go in, Sean McVay just pulled some stuff out of his butt because he took apart the entire defense of the Bills, who's a great defense, by the yeah, way. Like really good defense. In the first half, I was just in awe of yeah. how they were stopping certain things and how those linebackers are flying in. Like It was hard to get the run game going in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen is freaking electric. Dude, that dude is... He's insane. Yeah. When I mean, you have... The Rams D-line's a pretty big mm-hmm. physical D-line, and when you... Uh, can stiff arm one of them and like throw them to the ground and get a penalty for face masking as a quarterback. Like that's impressive. That's impressive. That's true. And so, yeah, for me, man, like even though we lost the game, we came back from a 25 point deficit. We went up by four points. Mm -hmm. And if we would have hit that field goal in the beginning, it would have been a tie game. We went into OT and who knows what could have happened. So we actually put ourselves in the position to win the game after being down 25 and I think that is what a championship team's all about. Like, there's going to be some times where you go against an opponent and you get smacked in a half. But like, how are you going to respond? And I think we responded like champions. So I actually, after taking the the knife out of my heart, um, I felt like okay, like this was actually a really, really good loss. Mm, yeah. It probably by losing, like it probably even gave us some more fire to go out there. And it's sad that like we have to go against the Giants this week because I think we're just gonna destroy them. And like I, I, I feel bad that the Giants have to have to be in our way right now. But like that's just what's gonna have to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, the Rams shouldn't even should not have even been in the game. Like based on the first half, they no, should not have been in the game. Not at all. Like what was crazy and what we what we didn't like when we think when I think back to the 2018 Rams. We didn't have a defense like this. Like, they shut the Bills down the second half. Yeah. You know, Wade Phillips, respect, but your defense was trash. Like, how much money we had into that defense and it is not performing like this defense? Like, who are our linebackers? I know. Our linebackers are just homegrown nobodies. Yeah. Um, Our D-line, like, everything on this defense besides Jalen Ramsey is, like, a homegrown thing. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it kind of special. And, like, these guys... Um, just go out there and they play hard, man. Like, and even Ram, like Ramsey, didn't have the best game. No, no, couple he, mistakes, he, couple mistakes, a couple. Uh, one of the, the touchdown to Stephon Diggs, like he just totally let him go inside and catch that yeah. easy, and that, yeah. that that's not him. Yeah. So there's a couple things I think that that happened that that turned the game out the way it did. But man, I honest after watching the game, I I was gonna say that I think the Bills are the number three team mm. in the AFC. Mm-hmm behind Kansas City because can't, you, you can't bump Kansas City off yeah. until they lose, right? So they're one. I think Ravens are two. And I think the Bills are the top of the AFC East now. I think the Patriots, uh, they're not out of it because they got belly, you know, Belichick. Yeah. yeah, Subway, eat fresh. Yeah, exactly. You can't um, – you see him, like, eating his sweatshirt too. You see that? <laughs> he had this picture of him just, like, wearing a sweatshirt with a bunch of holes in it. It's just like, you are a millionaire. Yeah. Like, buy some sweatshirts. If you want to cut them off, cool. Like, that's your thing. But, like, you don't need moth holes in your mm-hmm. sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Moth. Um. Yeah. Oh, a, a play I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Which was, I've never seen this before. And it, it was even very interesting just to kind of watch it because 
I mean, I guess when I watch, there's like certain like penalties or plays, I'm like, it's clearly this. And then apparently I'm wrong every time, mm-hmm. even though I'm watching slow motion for 30 minutes as they're watching it. Um, the simultaneous that, catch. The interception. Yeah. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, how? So that was I, weird. I, yeah. I'm assuming, like my only thought is that they determined that the wide receiver was not down yet. And somehow Johnson gained possession, like ripped possession out of his arms. That's the only, because he clearly had the ball and he was going to the ground. And then all of a sudden, yeah. So he had the ball. I don't think he had possession just because his feet weren't down. Mm, yeah. And so like he was both feet in the air. He definitely had the ball in his hands, but you don't gain possession until you make a football move. True. true. There were zero football moves made. And so while he was coming down, Johnson actually get you could see like there's a point where Johnson gets in there and he actually they both are possessing the ball and then at that point I think it's just a call that you make like who has it and like in my opinion like I would have gave it to the offense isn't that how it usually is Ty goes to the runner is what they say for the uh, offense I think for, that was a baseball thing a for, baseball for simultaneous thing. possession yeah. for if it if, should if, if I, it's think the it offense. Should be that I think way. that's what that dude Mike Pereira or whatever his name is was saying yeah uh, but you know, I don't really like that guy, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna go ahead and say no. That was the big thing with the Packers Seahawks simultaneous oh, catch. Right, right. It, that's why they said they gave it to to Golden Tate because it was like, all right, they they said it. They called it simultaneous possession, and they said Ty goes to the offense. Yeah, I think that's like an unwritten like rule that they like to just pull out of their butts. That's not so. That's not in the official rule book. I don't think. I mean, I'm not a ref. This is like the perfect time to like have a rule like written out for this especially after last time you think that they would be able to be like because these are gonna this is what makes fans mad like yeah. if the bills had lost that game we would not we would not hear yeah because i mean that was a big play because we then took the ball and scored score right then, touchdown and yeah. then scored like again after yeah. that pretty quick so like that was 14 point swing um and that was it was a huge play so yeah like i think but again like in every game there's stupid calls oh, that yeah. are either not called or called mm-hmm. and so like to to throw it up to the refs like in football, to throw it up to the refs is hard to do. I think in other sports like basketball, mm-hmm. um, it's easier, or even baseball, because that umpire like controls everything. So he's like calling strikes that are balls or whatever. That's like okay, that ump was was kind of messing with us. Um, even basketball, like that whole thing with LeBron when they're like, don't you don't call fouls on LeBron, and all of a sudden the next game he went to the line like fourteen yeah, times, fifteen, fourteen times. It's like I, you almost can bet on the uh the lakers just like i should have bet on them because like you know after a comment like that the refs are like all right we're gonna watch lebron fouls and all of a sudden he's just going to the free throw line which is just free points so yeah yeah in football there's i think there's just too many things going on that like every game you're gonna get some calls for you and some calls against you that probably should have went the other way yeah I, i would say with with nfl refs i feel like they're uh, they're more objective in the sense of in relation to like size of players. Cause I do, I do think generally speaking that LeBron gets fouled more often than he gets called. For maybe. sure. He, Com- he get, you can't stop LeBron without right, fouling him. Right. Yeah. And so like you see that a lot where like the little guys get fouls and they barely get touched, but like the bigger guys can get like beat up, you yeah, know? For sure. I mean, you can even, you can even think back to like the Shaq days, he would elbow dudes in the face and like, I mean, oh, that was just different. World. I mean, they were, yeah, they were both big, but you know, no, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and I think they take into consideration too, like LeBron brings the contact. 
Yeah, that's also true. You know, yeah. the other guys that are like just receiving the contact, like when LeBron, con- he, there's contact every time he has the ball, but it's partly due to because that's what he does. He creates yeah. that contact. Yeah. Um, and dudes like James Harden, like they get called all the time for like, uh, and he creates all the contact. Too, oh my so gosh. I don't know, he, man. James swing, is trash. The swing Harden. through. I hate that. I, I hate that rule. This is a pro football podcast. Yeah. This is a pro football podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I thought the Rams game was awesome. It was a good game. It was good. It was really good. I thought uh, probably the game of the week. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I would uh, I said this earlier. I feel like it would have been the game of the year had that last play. If they completed, if they completed the comeback, yeah. third biggest comeback in NFL history is what I heard. Dude, that was uh, either way. It was it was an epic game. Um, yeah. Even a, even as even as someone yeah even as a Seahawks fan yeah. even as a Seahawks fan that was hard to watch that was a mm. that's that's I that's the worst way to lose mm-hmm. nobody nobody wants to go down like that and uh, yeah speaking of Seahawks we had another another you know I thought it was another great game I don't think it came down as crazy as the uh, the Patriots won but um, this one I kind of want to bounce off what you said you felt like the Rams their loss was like encouraging. I feel like this Seahawks win, although Russell Wilson and the offense are on fire. And I think Russell Wilson is the undoubted MVP. And I think he'll be on the cover of Madden next year is my prediction. Whoa. That's, that's a lot right Watch there. Watch out for the he's, curse. He's gonna get, his legs broke. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Lamar this season, but I think that it was ultimately, I came, I came off that game being a little bit discouraged um, because our defense our defense just gets cut up. We have two of like the slowest cornerbacks right now. Like I, I love, I love Shaquille Griffin, but he is, he just gets beat. He's not that quick. He did get a pick. That was encouraging. Quentin Dunbar, our other corner went down and we are, we got, uh, Trey flowers in his spot who is might as well be an actual flower because he can't, he can't cover guys and he kept getting beat. He's really good on special teams and he can, he, like he had a, he had a field goal block and uh, he tipped a pass in, in the backfield that, uh, that press got through, but man, he cannot keep up with the, with other guys. So I feel like that's a big weakness. We're going to stop in the run, but we, uh, we lost Jamal Adams. I don't know for how long groin injury down. We had lost um, Bruce Irvin last week, and he's out for the season. Mm, we lost his replacement, Jordan Brooks. He's out. I don't know for how long. Um, yeah, and dude. so it's just we we, we uh, temporarily lost um, Quandre Diggs last game to a penalty. And we can't afford those kind of things to happen. Like, we need Jamal Adams in there. He's a great player. Like, he's, he's one of the best in the league. We really need him especially to pick up the slack on corner. Mm-hmm. But I came away from that game just thinking, man, we have such a big weakness like I feel good about the run. Zeke, I mean, I don't know if it was oh. we we stopped Zeke, or if he just had a bad game. He had three uh, drops in the backfield. That was back it didn't to back look to like back. Zeke to be honest. Yeah, oh, that it looked was, like that he was, was like sick or something. Yeah, that was pretty tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. that was that was not. He, they only Zeke. ran him fourteen times, which I knew this season Zeke would numbers were going to go down just mm. because McCarthy calling the shots. Like he's more of a passing True. attack guy. Yeah, True. so I knew Dak was going to do. I mean, Dak had four seventy two yards. Which is like yeah. Uh, last week he had four fifty. I know. Yeah. So like he's putting up insane numbers, yeah. um, and Zeke is putting up numbers that are like way under what he's normally doing. Yeah. Um, but dude, like I, the thing with the Seahawks, which really just 
chaps my butt is that Russell Wilson is by far the best quarterback in the league. And it's not even like it's not even a close call, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Like it 100%. is he is getting chased down all day. The his, the offensive line's not good. It's been years like this. It's though. been years like yeah. this. And they try to put pieces in. They try to like make it good. And like every time they get a new offensive lineman, it's just it doesn't work out. The receivers that he has, like, I mean, DK is pretty huge, but he's also got the mind of a, a P. Oh my goodness! Tuck the ball away, DK. Oh my maybe god! Just, uh, don't even tuck it. Just hold on to it yeah, with, with maybe more t- than one hand. Yeah, hold on to it with your big biceps. Run it out. That was the Run worst. It out. That's the that's the worst thing I've ever seen. That should that should only happen to just to Sean Jackson. But, f- but for all the kids listening, like that's why you never give up on a play. You never give 100%. up on a play because the guy you're gonna go against will be an idiot. And there you have a chance always to do something cool yeah. because of the like if, if DK would have just simply he could have held the ball like that, but if he would have just continued to run, yeah. he started slowing down at like the five yard line. It was it was inexcusable. It's it's not unforgivable had that been the, the last game of the if that like if that cost the whole game or if that cost like a playoff game super bowl that unforgivable yeah. and he would be completely hated in sports forever that was that was just bad like yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like oh man that didn't go our way that could have been that that should have been um that should have been six yeah, touch, can you, touchdown can, passes yeah can you yeah can you imagine if if he if that would have been like to win the game or I can't even I can't even imagine it or I, you guys were behind trying to like get back into it and he did like that happens and then all of a sudden it's a touchback it's just like it was the worst I mean I, I was watching it with you Ethan yes and you saw my reaction I just kept I couldn't I, stop saying it was yeah, trash it was I, the worst. Uh, I was worried for Noah's emotional stability uh, I had to go get his dog and put it in his lap because he was freaking out but Tyler Lockett had three tutters though yeah, yeah. Lockett's nice it was yeah. been nice. That I mean, was Tutter Nation. That's Tutter Nation. That's Tutter Nation. I thought the Seahawks were annoyingly good again, except for their defense. Like your guys' defense is uh, just an, like their liability. Yeah. Like for how good your offense is, if you just had a decent defense, you guys would be destroying teams. Yeah. And every game, you guys are like in the 30s with oh, teams yeah. also in the 30s. It doesn't matter who they are. It, it could be. That's why we're playing the Jets this year. I'm calling it now. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, even yeah. with the Jets. I think that we're going to play them close. That's just what we do. We're a little bit better than last season, but you're going to see a lot, I think, of Russell Wilson going for it on fourth down, fourth and short, because we don't trust our D. And you're going to see a lot of a lot of blitzing, a lot of us not relying on our secondary because it's not there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, re- you guys, I don't even like without Bruce Irvin, there's not much of a pass rush. I was, I, right. I'm watching right. Dak just kind of hang out. It's the most, and yeah. Vince Mayo is the only guy we got. Uh, with the Cowboys receivers, you don't want to just no. let the quarterback hang out. Yeah. They have good receivers. Yeah. Not what? holding on to Clowney and not holding on. There was an Aunt Ziggy. Yeah. Ziggy Ansa, like you guys had some big names last year yeah. that really helped the pass rush mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. then you guys lost those and, and you guys, you know, all the di- other things going on with your defense. Um, the crazy thing is our pass rush has improved from last season and it's still not at all where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, Clancy like has flashes of like a disruptor, yes, like, yeah, like disruptor. Aaron Donald, like yeah. Aaron Donald consistently disrupts. Like 
Clouncy will randomly, well, ran, yeah, I would say randomly, all of a sudden he's like, how did he get in the backfield? We, you know, snapped it one millisecond ago. Yeah. And he's in the backfield, like, jumping on somebody. But then it's like when it matters most, I feel like I've seen a lot of times where he's just, like, not making his man move at all. And it's like you're supposed to be rushing the passer right now. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I think uh, no matter what, the Seahawks are going to be good all year long oh, yeah. just because of Russell, unless he goes down. Right, right. That would be... I mean, we have Geno to back him up, which I think he's one of the better backups in the league, but he he's not going to be able to save this team. I pray that Geno is your starting quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see Russell sl- uh, slinging it, though, because I feel like there's a lot of seasons where, like... Yeah. He not- really does seem like he's unlimited. Yeah, unlimited and is a Best cooking. deep passer. Yeah. Oh he's yeah. I th- okay. Easily. Yeah. I, I, hear pe- I, I hear people. Russ say- is cooking. Oh my. <laughs> I hear God. people say he's like the best, you know, deep passer, you know, currently in the NFL. I think he's, you know, I think he's the best of all time. I haven't seen anybody throw a deep ball in all time NFL. It just looks so better good. Better than him. It's it's. Oh yeah. Anytime I think Aaron Rodgers has a pretty nice like basket pass he's, too. I think he's really good at throwing it deep. I don't. I haven't seen him throw that arc that Wilson has. I yeah. I think the numbers Russ is putting up this year is insane. But I think that honestly the. Green Bay Packers are a better team than the Seahawks. Mm. Oh, I think I think I think that we went to, if we went head to head right now. Yeah, I think that. I mean, the Packers are so annoying because you because you come into this you come into the season and you're like, all right, you know, they got they they drafted horribly. Yeah. They didn't get any help on receiver. Well, they looked bad last year. Did, I mean, yeah, did they draft horribly though? Because I think what they decided, okay, yeah. what Lafleur decided to do was, okay, we're gonna take Love, who shouldn't have been taken in the fifth round in the first round and we're just gonna piss Aaron off and that's what you've seen you, yeah. he's just mm-hmm. pissed he yeah. looks like he's like he's lights out right now yeah he's oh. not missing a throw he's 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 already always pissed even when he wins <laughs> I know and now this is just a new level he doesn't have Danica Patrick holding him back anymore <laughs> and he's just out there just slinging it he probably threw all her crystals away and he's just <laughs> you know just the crystals in the moonlight we have to charge them <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, I th- yeah, he he's an incredible talent. Like he's the kind of guy, you just, he just you know, like he could walk into the stands with no players, and he just goes up to some fans and he could be like, you know, you 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 come come on, be my receivers, and they could probably put up some decent points. Yeah, he looks like he's playing like schoolyard football the majority of the time. Yeah, well, that's like him. Him and Russ are both yeah. in that. Like I feel like you could they could be sitting on a bar stool in the in the second in the, in the backfield. Right there, and they could be catching snaps, just sitting the whole time, and they could probably make plays. I think that they're they're that smart. Yeah, he, those are the only two I see I see doing that right now, and that's given. I'm trying to give a lot of credit to Rodgers because I don't like him. Uh, I, I think that I think that he's uh, he's kind of a he's a little smug, a little diva diva ish. That's but he's an, he's an incredible talent. He doesn't throw a lot of picks, which is is frustrating because you know Russ has that Russ has one pick this season that came off Greg Greg Olson's hands. And I just feel it's like Rodgers is the kind of guy that would like rub that in or bring that up during like a, a debate, like about like who's better between him <laughs> and Russ. That's just, I mean, I, I might just be a little bit bitter because they knocked the Seahawks off in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. Interesting. And I might just be holding that against Rodgers. Now, now we're seeing the true, uh, true colors. Yeah. I'm <laughs> All right. So, hey, last episode we asked you guys to write us some reviews, and we said that um, we we're going to read them off for you guys. So. So he, here it is. Here are some of our favorite reviews that you guys posted from uh, Turned Into Turquoise. These guys are fun, and, and I, I have to agree. We are fun. 
Um, on top of that, they know their stuff. Mm. And so mm. what I'm getting from this is this is a, a female. Yes. Yeah, this is a female. Um, and I know this because we're fun and we know our stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm going to learn some things about football on this podcast. So yeah. there it is. Yeah, this is a female. And uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for giving the review. Five star. Um, but yeah. And then the next review here says a fun football podcast. So if you guys haven't been uh, listening, we're fun. Like that is if you could just describe us, it's like, hey, I want to have fun today. I want to have fun today. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're like tell someone, dude, listen to Tutter Nation. They are fun. I haven't stopped smiling this whole time once. Yeah, overwhelming amount of joy. <laughs> so much joy. I'm crying. <laughs> so th- here's this one: a fun football process. Just by listening to these guys, you can tell they're passionate fans of the game and their teams. They bring the feel of talking football with your boys into a podcast. Definitely going to keep tuning in. Thanks, Father Alvarez, uh, for that. Father Alvarez. Had many, many sons. sons, hey, many sons had Father Alvarez. I am one of them. I don't know any more words. Yeah. To be honest uh, with you. Father Alvarez. Okay, this one is 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 titled "The Best." This is by OVO Bye Bye. Mm. Um, this podcast is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I I really appreciate that review. Yes. I appreciate the candid. Wait, wait, wait the, was that it? That's it. No. Well, well, the <laughs> honesty. The. Just the vulnerability in yep. that review. I just there is four yeah. exclamations after that, or five. Okay. Oh yeah. my yeah. So this podcast is the best. Five exclamation points. And yeah, like you were saying, like it's amazing. That got so real for me, and I thank you. Like I'm gonna put that on my wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like this podcast is the best. Well, if you if you if you, if you read it as like they mean it, that's a big statement. Yeah, yeah, we're the, for we're, sure. the we're the best. We're only on episode two I right mean, now, but we, with all those exclamations, it's like this podcast the best. Yeah, I, like that's I wish literally what I had to read they, it. They didn't. They couldn't have time to write down any more because they were listening to the show. They're like, okay, I, I got to do a mm. quick, I got to mm. do a quick review and then mm. get back to the yeah. show. Well, maybe, maybe because like if it was all caps, maybe it was like screaming. Um, nah, I, I think it was true. more like this podcast is the best, and then like afterwards, there's the exclamation. So then you hear like. <laughs> Or like a it's weak in the knees <laughs> or crying, <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> yeah, just a um, burst all right, of from chicken. Rustic Rue, we got love this. We'll say Cowboys will be a huge title contenders this year. Um, no, Rustic Rue, I'm gonna say no on that one. Cowboys will not be anything more than uh hmm. This is awkward. I have nothing to say about them because they suck. I mean, so no, bad. they're just gonna be remembered as the team that beat the Eagles in their division, which isn't saying well, much. No, they're not going to be remembered because they're the exact same team they are every year, which mm. is look at the Dallas Cowboys and how much talent they have. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, they can't win a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But wait. They shouldn't have won. Supposed to, they should be supposed 0-3. to be Jason Garrett. No, your team's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. They should be 0-3 for sure. Didn't they just barely skate, get by the Falcons? Wait, with I, that stupid watermelon thing? I'm, I'm curious, actually. Oh, real, yeah. real quick. Real quick. An, real quick. Impressive kick. Greg the leg, bro. Yeah, impressive. Yeah. I've never seen anyone kick a ball that precisely. Yeah, but like also the Falcons just don't know how to play football. They forgot apparently. the rules. Yeah, yeah. They forgot the rules. But yeah, real quick, take because I almost, I almost made this my take. I was, but then I couldn't do it because I didn't have enough faith in them. Who? You know what? I think that I think that we should, uh, we should, we should, you know. Uh oh. You know what time it is. Give me a take, hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tutter Nation. Ooh. 
So this was a take I was going to do. Might as well throw it out there because uh-huh. uh, I was actually supposed to wait to give my take and I just jumped the gun. And this podcast is unedited unless I make a mistake, which I did last week. And you guys <laughs> didn't hear it because I edited, <laughs> it, edited it, out. <laughs> edited it out. And uh, my take is, uh, and, and this might be variations, my take is that was that the Cowboys would not win the NFC East, that the Washington football team oh, oh boy. would come out victorious wow. in that. Yikes. That means wow. the Cowboys are trash mm-hmm. if that happens. Yeah. The big dub. Mm. Big dub's going to be the big D, huh? Big dub. <laughs> so if you guys had to pick a winner of the NFC East, that's hard right now. They all suck pretty bad right now. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to be in a division in football, like you want to be in the NFC East, yes, for sure. Yeah, the Giants are just oh. disgustingly bad. Yeah, the Washington football team again have one of the worst quarterbacks running it. The yeah. the Eagles again have one of the worst quarterbacks, mm. and that is spicy. I know, but Carson Wentz. I- He's always been overrated. Has literally showed us nothing. He peaked a while ago. Yeah, he peaked his year first one, yeah. like <laughs> week five. And just then he broke his legs. Yeah. And then the downhill. Rams broke his legs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, Carson Wentz, come at me, bro. Goff paid Seriously, off the defense. If you defense. want to listen to the podcast, Carson, I'll be probably your biggest fan. Pretty sure yeah. Goff paid the defense, so then he would obviously be better than Carson Wentz. <laughs> For sure. Because it'd be debatable if he didn't break his legs. Speaking honestly. of this podcast being unedited, so last week. I said something um, that, you know, I think deserves a little bit of a a talking about. So basically, um, I made a comment in the beginning when we were talking about how we named our podcast. It was, um, you know, our podcast name is Tutter Nation. And we figured out that there's also a Tinder app in the UK for cows. And I mentioned something about um, I'm talking about moo cows, not like large women cows. And I get it like. I'm sorry. Like there's, I'm, I'm sorry. I should have said large people. So that, there's my apology. I, it's not an app for large people dating. It's an app yeah. for actual cows. So, yeah. um, if you were offended by that, I hope this clears up the air. And, uh, wow. that was, wow. That was, that was big of you, man. That was, thank you. I mean, thank you. Um, let's read a couple more reviews. we got a couple more going down. So this one's from <laughs> glizzy burr. Glizzy. glizzy burr interesting um is that like glaze I, uh, <laughs> glaze like drizzling glaze <laughs> glizzy it's glizzy gl- i think glizzy. it's a, i think glizzy. it's like a hot dog okay a glizzy is it i don't know if that's any better <laughs> um, no, so what kind of hot dog is this it says this is an awesome podcast it makes me want to just eat <laughs> <laughs> might be a hot dog it makes me just want to eat a giant glizzy, bro. <laughs> what is a glizzy? Wait. The Falcons and the Clippers have something in common this year. Ooh. 10 out of 10 would recommend to all glizzy lovers out there. We got to determine right now what is a glizzy. I'm Googling it right, right now. Right here. Okay. Be careful. I'm, I'm s- oh. Um, okay. The According to Daily Rap Facts. Mm-hmm. The term glizzy originated in America. Perfect. Back in 2016 and is a local slang for a gun. What? <laughs> oh, is it like a like a Glock? Like how they would call um, it like a yeah, Glock? Like yeah, glizzy? yeah. A handgun with a hip-hop community. Interesting. Says, oh, wait. It says, how do you eat a glizzy? <laughs> oh, it is a hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog in D.C. Wait, did you know that? Did you know it was a hot dog? I may have been tipped. I may oh, have been you, tipped. Yeah, there's this really glizzy uncomfortable nation. picture 
of this like painting of this guy eating a hot dog here i'm no one on the podcast can see it but i'm gonna show you guys because it's just it's just really uncomfortable yeah, it's exactly what, what, so you, if you, what you'd picture yeah it's kind of strange so if you want to look up glizzy on urban dictionary it'll, it's not like bad like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like this graphic. is a podcast for the kids yeah it's not yeah. graphic but it's just kind of uncomfortable so yes thing. thank you 10 out of 10 would recommend uh for all the glizzy lovers if you're a glizzy lover if you love glizzies you know what to do tutter nation is is what where you want yep and the last one is from nate lee one i'm not who sh- sure who that is but um <laughs> this guy <laughs> is a fan uh he said listen to it for the first time and it was awesome fire and aggressive takes on the nfl season and games fun and casual football talk for any football fans so guys we are fun we are fun 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 and we taste really good alongside well um, alongside a glizzy (laughs) we make some real good glizzies hold on uh rewind guys we are really fun we are fun 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 and if you're a glizzy lover like us i want you to fire up the barbecue Throw on Tutter Nation and just BBQ some gliz. Mm. We out. <laughs>